We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the True Faith Podcast. I'm Alex Hurst, joined by Andrew Bolland and Mickey Collin in the, some kind of Pirelli car park in Burton. Castle have won again, 2-1. Three, three games this week, three wins, eight goals scored, one conceded. Bolland, you, you, were, at, you were there on Wednesday as well, another massively ground-out win. What did you make of that? Uh, very similar to Rotherham, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Did, did I did I call up pre-game, by the way? Yes, uh, thanks. <laughs> maybe you did. I don't, I don't remember. Um, yeah, it was good. Good performance. First half, I guess. We, we played all right. It took, the goals were both pretty decent. I enjoyed Gale's finish. Did he score the second one or first? First. First, yeah. Good finish from Gale. Um, second half was just typical Newcastle this season, though, really, wasn't it? Like, we were winning. We were probably never in any real danger of losing, despite Robert, uh, Burton having some decent chances. Um, it'd be nice to see us not sit off so much in the future future games. I know you've, you've from speaking to Rafa. <laughs> I don't know if you've told anyone about that. Uh, it's not on purpose, but it is getting a little bit frustrating. And better teams will probably take advantage of that, or can, could take advantage of that. Mickey. Yeah, we're just talking. Just talking there about. Um, where we would fit in the Premier League if we were there this year and if, we, if we're going with that attitude <laughs> the, the most redundant conversation I've yeah, ever gone. <laughs> um, but if we went into Premier League games with, with that sort of not attitude but that mentality of dropping in the second half when we're ahead we'll get found out so it is a bit frustrating um, it's a good win though good win against the physical side which we struggle to deal they, with they were massive the first huge side it's, it's what you've got to win. do to be fair if you're shite yeah they must have won 90% of the headers though. Just, yeah. be, really, sure, just be really big. <laughs> <laughs> You're rubbish at football, we need to make you bigger. Well, we're under pressure a lot from, from aerial balls. It's good though. Clark, on the board. Clark, Clark and myself had a difficult day. But it's to be expected, we're talking about high balls. That, you know, I mean, Bolland's the other one there talking about what where we'd be in the Premier League. Um, you, you don't face sides like that in the Premier League, so it's kind of a pointless conversation to say all the struggle. But I felt a lot of the or some of the away today because the ground was so small and it was tiny. <laughs> um, that's the smallest ground I've ever seen Newcastle playing probably ever will. Yeah. Unless yeah. we draw someone ridiculous in the cup. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of some of the fans there kind of thought these are a non-league team. Not that they've won um, something like six home league games this season uh, against good teams, and you know they've they've not been hammered by anyone. I think they haven't, haven't lost a home game by more than a goal. 
Um, so it was a good result, and you know, three wins in a week, and it wasn't a vintage performance. And you know, as I saying, we'll get find, found out. Maybe we will, but I'd imagine we'll be a different side then. And you know what? I'll happily <laughs> take being ahead in every Premier League game and yeah. playing shite in the second half <laughs> and getting the win. Uh, Bolland, is anyone who stood out for you today? Played well. Mm, I thought Paul Dummett had a pretty good game. Yeah. Um, usually pretty critical of him, but ev- pretty much everything he had, he dealt with pretty well. Um, well, it wasn't. He had height on his side, didn't he? Yeah. For a day. Yeah, that worked in his favour, didn't it? Um, well, yeah, I thought he, him in particular. The rest of them, it's difficult to say because second half we just it was much like Wigan. We just sat back and they came at us and. Players that usually influence the game for us, like Shelby and Kieran Clark, to a certain extent, um, there wasn't much much to comment on really. Well, it was cold, pretty you know, cold high balls. Darno, Lascelles, Clark, Shelby were all danger of just passing the ball out of play, or guilty, sorry, of passing the ball out of play. But not the end of the world, Mickey. I thought uh, Diarme again showed why you know he's getting better and better in my opinion, and he showed why all the fucking boo boys are wrong. That was a real bit of class, and, and like I said pre-game, he's the kind of player that, if he's on form, they just can't stop him. Would you agree? Yeah, it was such a class. The turn and finish were both excellent, um, but the, the game needed a little touch of class to uh, separate the sides. I, mean, I agree, I think he is getting better this season, um, game by game, and he looks looks like a, a really handy player. I think, he'll be, I think he'll be one of the names on the sheet next year. He sort of drift out of games as they go on, though. I'm still noticing that. Like he seemed to be more involved in the first half, and then when we sort of need him to impose his, impose himself on the game in the second half, he does tend to go a little bit missing. Yeah, well, barely had the ball in there half though for the entire second half, so he didn't really have the chance to do anything. Like, the game kind of passed him by in that position. Yeah, yeah I don't think it helped. I don't think Hayden had a particularly great game today. Just the same as uh, Wednesday. As soon as he got booked, he's he's out the game and. I understand where he's coming from because he, he doesn't want to get sent off but it, it, he just didn't put a tackle in or, or, or challenge for a header and you're almost playing with 10 men although I thought first half again I thought he was impressive but th- there is a point you know, especially imagine if he gets booked in the first five minutes of an away game you can't just basically sit off the rest of the team yeah, for the... Just not play it. <laughs> uh, so it's a little bit worrying and Shelby Shelby was Shelby and he, he didn't control the game as normal but he, he helped out a, a couple of times in the second half, um, you know, carrying the ball under pressure and Atsu, you know, brought into the side, into his favourite position, removed Richie out of his position to accommodate Atsu. Didn't really do himself any favours, Mickey, would you say that's fair? Yeah, he had a bit of a nothing game. Uh, he made a couple of decent runs and a few decent balls, but apart from that, he was pretty quiet. Um, again, same as I'm saying for Diarmi there, though, particularly in the second half, the game didn't suit him at no. all. He's, he doesn't, he's not the kind of player that's ever going to benefit from the ball being in the air. Um, I don't think he was any any worse than Richie, though. Although Richie first half put in some great balls, he, he obviously set up a goal, Richie, and then he it looked like he should have had a pen second half. Yeah, it looked like a blatant pen from where we were. I think credit to Burton as well. I thought Dwight Gale was going to get a hat-trick first half. He was finding so much space in between the two centre-backs, and they really cut that out second half. Yeah, they did. I thought Burton were actually pretty good there. They played at their strengths really well, and they limited us in terms of space. We we didn't help ourselves with some really really wayward, unnecessary <laughs> wayward passing. So we noticed this at Wigan as well. Like we're, we're like we're hammering that like lofted ball from the back of the minute. Yeah, like it's, it seems to be basically the only way we start any attacks at the minute. It's yeah. just like just that long ball from the back, either Clark or Dummett, just chipping it over. Well, we don't like. 
with Hayden in the middle with Shelby, there's not they're never really linking up. There's never like little one twos to find space. It's always it's always just give the ball to Shelby and he'll make it like a longer pass to try and open up some space. There's no like there's no sort of like tricky creativity in the middle of the park at all. We're never gonna get that with, with someone like Hayden in the team because he's very defensive and isn't like technically brilliant going forward, but I've said it for a little while, we'll miss Callback badly. Um, I'm really looking forward to him coming back on the side and that's probably the last time we'll see shall we for a month um, when's the hearing this week is it 19th uh, so what Chef Wed I got the impression by the way when he came over to the fans at the end that he knows he's not going to be around for a while because he sort of hung about yeah well that's yeah that's that's uh, well, I, I was told that information first hand Mick I probably didn't tell you um, did you did that you? he was going to wait at the end of the match no, that he knows that he knows he's getting banned. Oh yeah, no, yeah, did say. Yeah, um, how did he know that Shelby was going to hang around at the end? <laughs> Does everything, doesn't he? Direct line. His best mate. Rafa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you've got Chef Wed, Forrest. That's class, by the way. I'm, I'm really looking forward to next week. Two home games in four days, and yeah. seems both, like five. Both nighttime games, as well, aren't they? Both nighttime games. It seems Christmas, like everyone's off work. The dream. Not, not everyone, Mick, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the it's the dream. Get get those Forest bastards back. Really looking forward to that. Yeah, I hope I smash them all over. Um, and then, then Blackburn, and it's like a nice little gentle start. I mean, Chef Wed's a hard game, one again a day. Um, we should have too much for them at home, though. You think if we're playing for them like we did against Birmingham, we'll, we'll beat them comfortably. Um, but it's, you know, onwards and upwards. I mean, the league table's looking very good. We're still nine points clear of third place. Brighton play now, but I don't care about Brighton. Like, Mickey, you called it really well. I, don't, I really don't care if we win the league, I just want to get promoted. It's just a very small bonus lifting that that trophy, um, and th- then we're, you know we're in the transfer window. We're, we're losing Atsu. Who else? Atsu. Any other first team players for the Afcon? Mbemba. Atsu and Mbemba. Diame. Diame. Yeah, but he's first in line and Handy's injured, so we're without a centre back if at the moment. Um, Dumb it inside. Yeah, good shout. Um, but yeah, suppose. Um, Diame is the one we'll miss. Yeah. If you're thinking Perez. Bolland, the Andrew Bolland Alexandra Mitrovic fan club. No show today for Mitrovic. What do you make of that? It's another another snub, isn't it? He obviously just isn't in the plans at the moment. Um and fair enough, Gill scored again. Um didn't have a lot to go off in the second half, but in the first half, as you say, he could have had two or three. Um Mitrovic it's just not, not, not really interested in him at the moment. I think it says a lot that he didn't come on today because that kind of game where there's a lot of ball in the air, he's useful. Yeah. Uh, he could have held the ball up at the front uh, of the pitch and got us into the game a bit. Even though it was like a really physical game, there were a lot of higher balls and we were playing them and they were playing them obviously, but like I just didn't even, at no point did I cross, do you know what this game needs? We, we, need, we need Mitrovic. No, right? no, like, me neither, but it's... It's a bit of a snub from Raffert and not put him on in that game. Of all not just that game, That's it's three games in a row, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know if he came on against... He did come on against Birmingham, so two games in a row. Um, I don't, did we make a sub? Gufran. Gufran, yeah. came on. And lucky not a start for me, Gufran. Yeah, well, we were saying pre-match, weren't we, that you had to get Atsu in after his performance, and he's got him in, and he's done now, so <laughs> you've probably got to think Gufran will come back in for Chef Wed. Um, big go on that, Bolland. Get yourself, get your head in the game. You've got to drive back now. Yeah, I'm gonna have a nap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I prefer Gufran from the start. Atu's pace is coming off the bench. Is really yeah, Gufran's not the kind of player. He has no impact off the bench, does he? No, he doesn't. 
you, you could argue he has no impact from the start, but that would be harsh. He scored against Birmingham, uh, and his record in wins and etc. is very, very good. Um, I think I think that does it, lads. If, uh, I don't know if there's anything else you think we've, we've missed from the game. Not really. Darlow was really good. Darlow was excellent. Great, great full marks for Banter as well. <laughs> you know, coming across to the fans, telling them, telling them to keep the ball. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know why, whoever it was that threw it back wants to look at themselves like he's telling them what to do. Just a spotlight on you, isn't it? Like you've got the whole stadium want, yeah, wanting the ball back and Darlow saying, keep it, keep it. If the FA are listening, which I'm sure you aren't, um, that didn't happen. <laughs> Darlow's an upstanding citizen who doesn't cheat or time waste. <laughs> Um, hello to Sunderland Football Club if we're giving shout out, shout outs. <laughs> um, uh, if you if need to lend any money, lads, <laughs> give us a shout. Um, Bank of Dogger's open for business. Bank of Dogger is open. Um, right, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back this week with a full half season review where I'm no doubt Bolland will say something outrageous <laughs> and get criticism for it. Um, and then get loads of support on Twitter because you, just, you, you guys, you guys are, you are bullying me. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, someone said let let Bolland present the show. Ben said something much more outrageous than I did, and just go away with it. What did you uh, say? I can't remember. Now. Can't remember. That couldn't be that outrageous. Thanks for listening. Right, his gripe of the season was that Rolando Aaron's hadn't played more despite being injured, <laughs> <laughs> and he just got away with that. No one picked. It was such a it was such a ludicrous call. Didn't want to humiliate him. I think I think that was a nice thing to do. As, as if that's a real I'm not going to it. <laughs> I'm not going to it. Right, thanks for listening. Yeah.